Steel Profiles podcast is brought to you by AISC Continuing Education. Visit AISC.org seminars to find a seminar in a city near you. Welcome to another episode of Steel Profiles. I'm your host, Margaret Matthew, Senior Engineer in the Continuing Education Department at AISC. Steel Day, the industry's largest educational and networking event, returns for a third successive year on September 23rd. Last year, over 200 Steel Day events took place in 43 states, drawing in 9,000 attendees. This year's event is on track to be just as big a success. Today, I'll be talking to Mark Tremble of Huntington Steel to get the perspective of a Steel Day host. Welcome, Mark. Thank you so much for being my uh, podcast interview today to talk about Steel Day. Well, I'm glad to be participating as well and very excited about Steel Day. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you became a fabricator? Well, I went to the University of Kentucky where I uh, received a civil engineering degree, uh, then spent some time working for contractors building buildings, and then spent some time as a consulting engineer. And during the 1992 recession, business was not so well, and I needed a real job. So I called up my friend Mike Emerson at Huntington Steel and said I needed a job. And he'd been courting me for a few years uh, and I had been having too much fun to take a real job. <laughs> and so, but when times got tough, I uh, ended up in the steel business. Had no intention of being there, but that's where I was. And that was in uh, 1992, 19 years ago. So you've been with Huntington Steel ever since? Ever since. So tell us a little bit about Huntington Steel. Well, Huntington Steel was a fabricator founded in 1904. We started as a company building and repairing boilers, boilers that uh, were on locomotives or boilers that were part of heating systems in buildings back in those days. Uh, the company transitioned from just a few employees to over a hundred in those uh, following years, transitioning from a boiler fabricator to a miscellaneous fabricator to a service center and then in the 70s to a structural fabricator. Okay, so Huntington Steel um, was involved in our first steel day, which was two and a half years ago. Yes, that's correct. Um, when did you first hear about steel day and what were your first thoughts when you heard about it? Well, our owner, Mike Emerson, had just returned from a metal center, metal service center institute conference where he had heard Chris Moore talk about Steel Day. Now, when Mike came back to the office and met with the executive team, he told us that he was excited about this idea and we thought it was sort of crazy. <laughs> uh, it seemed really corny, to tell you the truth. Uh, but when Mike gets his eyes and his heart set on something, that's sort of what we do. So I was put in charge of the project because I'm in charge of marketing and this seemed like a marketing kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And my wife, Teresa, also working at Huntington Steel is in charge of HR there. And we both worked together that first year to try to get everything organized and get the employees and everybody involved in the first steel day. And uh, it was a big undertaking, but very successful. So how big is your um, facility? Is it a big facility? Is it small? Well, Give us some idea. We would be considered, in because we're a service center and a fabricator, if you were to just think of us from the service, service center perspective, we would be very small. We have about uh, 80,000 square feet under roof, which is large for a fabricator, but small for a, a service center. center. On the fabrication side, we're also a small fabricator. Okay. Uh, even though when you add up all the employees we have, 75 is pretty good size. Mm -hmm. However, uh, it's uh, segmented out in the different parts of the business and we would therefore also be considered a small fabricator. 
Okay, so how did you decide what you were going to do that first steel day? Well, being an engineer and being someone in need of continuing education credits, <laughs> we thought that one of the best avenues would either to bring in customers or to bring in engineers and architects who we could teach about Huntington Steel and about the benefits of using steel. It turns out that we ended up doing both. We wanted to have, I guess what you could say would be an open house, mm -hmm. so we invited key customers and we invited some dignitaries, the governor, the mayor, uh, state representatives, and we had a pretty good attendance the first year, got a lot of notoriety, TV coverage, Excellent. Uh, newspaper coverage, it was uh, very successful. What's the key to getting the dignitaries, the mayor and the governor, to show up at your event? Well, I think the big key is trying to get on their schedule very early. <laughs> and a year is almost not enough time to do that. Wow. Uh, we worked with the mayor's staff probably six to nine months, well, more realistically, nine months before trying to get on the schedule. And we weren't sure that he was going to be able to attend until the very last minute. But he did come and prepared a proclamation. That's something that governors and mayors tend to do. Even if they're unable to attend the event, they will prepare a pro proclamation and send someone to read it. And the proclamations are what appear in the newspaper and you put on your wall. It, it's, a, it's an ego booster. <laughs> Uh, with the governor, the first year we invited the governor in 2009, he was unable to come. But this last year, he was running for the U.S. Senate to oh. replace uh, Robert Byrd, who just passed away. So he had a little more interest in attending uh, lots of places right before election. So he came and spent a few hours, actually probably maybe an hour and a half with us, and talked with our employees, gave a little talk, and, and we worked with his, I guess, what I would call a handler, someone who's responsible for his schedule. And if you can find out who that person is and work uh, diligently with them, you've got a really good chance of getting uh, a dignitary to come. But it, it takes a lot of effort. But possibly easier in an election year. Easier in an election <laughs> year for sure. So walk us through your typical Steel Day event. What is someone coming to the event going to get to see and learn about? Well, both 09 and 10 Steel Day events were somewhat similar in that we had both open house and uh, continuing education opportunities. Both events started the same way. We had an opening ceremony, I think around 8.30 in the morning. It was held out in the shop. We have a little raised uh, platform where Mike Emerson stood and uh, greeted everyone present. At that particular time in the morning, there were some engineers and architects present. There were also our employees, and there were some customers. Mike said a few words, and then the mayor spoke in 09, and one of our representatives spoke. And then uh, after the opening ceremonies, we had tour leaders, I guess you could say, that were available all during the day from let's say nine o'clock in the morning until four in the afternoon to receive visitors that came for the open house. After the opening ceremonies, we broke into the continuing education seminars. In 2009, our seminars were on the subject of the steel fabrication process as well as the steel supply chain. We had invited engineers and architects. Unfortunately, uh, we had no architects there because it was also the same week as the state AIA conference. And, and unfortunately, the AIA conference is the fourth week of September every, every, every year. year. So mm -hmm. that's going to be a conflict going forward. But we did have some architects attend this last year, mainly because we talked about BIM. Mm -hmm. And we had 
we had an architect, a couple of architects, and a couple of engineers leading the discussion. And we had three or four architects and probably about 15 engineers attend that session, uh, which is uh, you know, a pretty timely topic. Uh, these days. And if you weren't involved in a seminar, then you were taking a tour through the plant. We, uh, it was a work day for us. We, we had employees doing the, the regular things they do every day, mm -hmm. operating equipment, welding, uh, doing fit up. And the idea there was to give people the opportunity to see what we do. Right. And one of the huge benefits of having people in your facility is that you think that, a, that your customers know what you can do, but generally they don't know. Once they see what you can do, they get very, very excited about what you can do for them, and therefore that's more business for you. So will you do a steel day event every year? I would like to think that we will, but in all reality, I'd say we'll probably do a steel day event three years out of four. Three out of four. That's pretty good. And that's because it's taxing on, uh, on the people involved. And if you, it's not so bad if you, if, if you are, I don't want to say necessarily you need to be a large company to do, to do this, but if you have a lot of people to draw from to help year after year, then you don't, the people that are actually involved don't have to do it every year. Right. They don't get um, burnt out. Right. Uh, and I'm not burnt out yet, but, but when you're trying to put together the program and keep it exciting and something new that will keep people coming back or new people coming, you know, it's a, it's a challenge, but uh, it's a tremendous opportunity. So speaking of that, how do you keep it fresh for people who have already been to your facility? Well, internally, we keep it fresh by trying to discover a theme. And, and, I, and I say discover instead of develop because you have to sort of look out in the industry and find out what's going on. Mm -hmm. What is exciting? Uh, what do you think will keep your own employees excited about the program as well as the people that you're going to invite? We have been fortunate so far in that the first year is easy because you can make it whatever you want right. because it's new. The second year we knew that we needed a different theme and BIM seemed to be the, the hot topic and we knew that we could draw architects there that way. Mm -hmm. And this coming year our theme is going to be processing. How we can help our customers be more profitable and more productive by using the processes, the equipment and services that we can offer. So we've the first two years we focused on education and now we're sort of focusing inward and trying to show our customers what we can do for them. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's a little bit different. We, we have a, a group of 20-somethings, I guess you could say, that are on our leadership development group. That's the, the up-and-coming folks that are going to eventually lead our company. One of the projects that they have is to help develop the theme and the marketing for Steel Day. And so this year's program will be about processing, and the theme is sort of like a superhero theme where if you pull all the processing capabilities that you have, solve and burning and fit up and welding and when you pull all those together you can provide quite uh, value uh, quite a value for your customer. That sounds like a really uh, interesting theme for this year. Um, have you considered other types of events or teaming up with other industry people in your area? Well we have talked somewhat about inviting vendors people that sell to us and we had that as an almost program this year and just decided we needed to focus first on the 
processing and the things that we could do ourselves. We have also considered associating with one or two of the steel mills that we have in our vicinity just mm-hmm. to just to sort of bring together steel as a as an industry mm-hmm. and provide a more broad scope uh, yeah, ed- educational opportunity. That's probably will be a future event. Beyond that we're still thinking and planning still but nothing thinking. concrete. <laughs> So you said that you invite your customers and architects and engineers um, to your events. Do you invite the general public or students, contractors? Well, we have we have had students and we have had general contractors. We do both a general announcement, usually uh, an article in the newspaper or a public service announcement on the radio, uh, but we don't sell normally to the general public. Right. And we're uh, more like a business-to-business company, So, but we do have people walk in off the street because they see all the activity and obviously we're not going to turn them away (laughs) but the main focus has been in our first two years has been education so Mm -hmm. we've we we have had groups of students as well as our customers and uh, the professionals. What do you think each of the different groups gets out of the event? Well we've learned and after coming to 18 uh, North American Steel Construction Conferences I have learned that architects and engineers unless they have been in a steel shop they really don't have a a very good perspective on what we do. Right. And we have learned that there's extreme value in them coming. Uh, the questions they ask prove to us that there is a great need for, for them to, to be in, in shops like ours. Mm-hmm. The vocational school students or the college students just get a, a perspective about whether or not they want to be in that industry or not. And we have had uh, students from the uh, Oh, students from uh, West Virginia University who have come and changed their major because they have seen what we do. Wow. And so that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. You know, it, it's not like we're the most exciting industry to be in. Uh, <laughs> oh, bite your tongue. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, some people apparently make a good living at it. So what kind of feedback do you get about your event? The general feedback that we hear time and time again, and I mentioned it a little bit earlier, is that they really didn't realize what all that we did. Uh, we get feedback, the normal political feedback that you would get from uh, a dignitary attending, a thank you letter or a, a wish you well letter. But I think the, the biggest benefit or the response that we get is when someone just says, you know, you held a real nice event today. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you all really worked hard on this and it, it showed. Uh, What kind of advice would you have for someone who hasn't done an event before but might be thinking about it? Some of the things that I may have said so far may lead you to believe that this is some big difficult thing that you've got to battle through. It doesn't have to be that way. It can actually be quite simple. It can be something as simple as inviting your top four or five customers to your facility, feeding them lunch, giving them a tour, showing them that there are people behind the other end of the telephone and that that personal engagement with your customer can go a long way to develop a a long-term relationship. If you want to make it big, you can make it big. Mm -hmm. If you want to spend thousands of dollars, you can. I think in our first year, our out-of-pocket expenses probably weren't more than a couple thousand dollars. Now, there was probably a lot of internal hours and things that will never be recorded, but the benefit's been, it's been wonderful. What advice would you give to someone who, who has already done an event but is not quite sure what to do differently next time? Well, I think the key, once again, is the theme. If you can establish a theme early in the year, preferably the first few days after you just finished your steel day event, and pick a theme and let it sort of spin around in people's heads for a while and let, let different people in your company come up with ideas and then come together and 
see if you can come up with a program that will just keep the excitement going. So do you involve your entire staff on Steel Day? Do they all get excited about it? Well, I will say that internal communication is probably one of the most important things that you can do. If other companies are like ours, we don't always do that very well. Ideally, everyone in our company should know exactly what we're trying to accomplish. Everyone should know, have a full briefing on the event. This last year, we had a few comments from folks that said, you know, we really didn't know what was going on and we sort of felt left out. <laughs> and that's like the worst thing that you can hear, mm -hmm. but you do have to conduct your business right. all year long. And so we want to involve as many people as we can. Like I said, we have a, uh, a group of in our leadership development program that are working this year on the, on the plan, and there's five or six uh, of them working together. And then as the year progresses, different people have different responsibilities. Some people are calling the dignitaries. Some people are uh, preparing invitation letters. Some people are working on uh, personal visits. And some people are actually worrying about things like, what are we going to eat? Mm -hmm. uh, Who's, you know, all those, yes it is. <laughs> and I will say that food is a wonderful way to get people to attend. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Most people need a reason and coming to a steel shop just for a tour may not be enough. But free food will get them there. Free food will do it and continuing education credits. The um, steel fab shop I go to, I'm from St. Louis um, and I go to Atlas Iron Works usually mm -hmm. to their shop mm -hmm. on Steel Day and they always have a big lunch like a barbecue lunch mm -hmm. and they always have a big cake. I will go for cake. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I think is so uh, so appealing to customers or any any visitor for that matter is equipment doing something. Uh huh. That's uh, very exciting. Yeah. If you're a steel erector and you if you just have people stand around and watch you pick up things and move them around, it seems to be extremely exciting. <laughs> In our shop, uh, our new drill line is a very intriguing uh, piece of equipment to watch. So uh, the just trying to show off your features, I guess, is, is a, can be more exciting than you think to other people. Mm -hmm. So have you had um, a business increase as a direct result of Steel Day, do you think? Yes. It would be difficult for me to say in, in a quantifiable fashion, mm -hmm. uh, but we have tended to increase business with existing customers by them seeing something that they did not know that we could do. Mm -hmm. And then they would leave and they would come back or call a week or so later and say, could you give me a price on this thing? So if, if they didn't know that we did plasma burning, then they would call us and say, I want, would like for you to give us a price to plasma burn some of these parts. That's the benefit. Do you think you've pulled in any new customers with the, just the promotion and the publicity? I would say that we have had some customers through the engineers and architects mm -hmm. that have visited, have, who have gone back and said, we know a fabricator who could do a good job. And we have, even after Steel Day, even in the months to follow, we have people who call and say that they're interested in us providing some service for them, and they, and they remembered something from Steel Day that had gotten their attention. What about the relationship with um, engineers and architects? Do you think it fostered more of a personal relationship, like that they would feel comfortable calling and, and asking advice and saying, you know, I've got this particular situation, how would you do it? What's your preferred method of dealing with this? Or Well, we have had, even this year, we probably had four or five calls from the engineers and architects, uh, some of them that have attended, and asked questions about the availability of certain beam sizes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or the ability to roll a piece of plate to a certain radius. 
Those are typical kinds of questions uh, that just help them when they're doing their design work. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we haven't, we're not a design build fabricator. So, you know, if we were, we would probably have enhanced that uh, interaction between the designers and us because we normally don't hire engineers or architects. So, but it's pretty good now because we can call up our architect friends that we met on Steel Day and get a really good lead in on projects that they that they have in the works. Mm -hmm. And we wouldn't have known who to call or who to, to get the information from. And uh, that, that's been helpful. Mm -hmm. Had you ever had people in your shop before? Any kind of open house? Or had people come through your shop on tours before? Or was this a new thing on Steel Day? No, we're pretty much having tours regularly, whether it be a, uh, a vocational school group but back in 2004, it was our 100th year anniversary. Oh. We had a huge big event that day, open house, uh, big tent, and that's really got the ball rolling as far as having tours because we saw great opportunity come from that. Mm -hmm. And so Steel Day was not a stretch for us simply because we had just, you know, not too many years before gone through a much, much bigger event. So what kind of advice would you give to AISC regarding Steel Day and, and how to keep it going in the future? I think that the main thing is just to keep the idea and the marketing out in front of all the members because this will grow and it will grow because not that Huntington Steel will do a Steel Day event every year but because Huntington Steel may do an event three out of four years and then two or three other companies will be doing events three out of four years and there'll be uh, instead of I forget how many events there were last year but there's West Virginia is not a very big state and we don't have very many fabricators mm -hmm. in West Virginia but last year we had three or four events in West Virginia well you that's know that's great. that's phenomenal for a little uh -huh. state like ours that's great. Uh, so it just needs to be continue to be promoted is the best thing I can say a big thank you to Mark for taking the time to talk to me today if you're thinking about hosting an event this year remember keep it simple small and fun for more information on hosting a Steel Day event, or to find an event near you, visit www.steelday.org. This has been a presentation by the American Institute of Steel Construction. You won't want to miss next month's episode when I'll be talking to Cindy Duncan, Director of Engineering at AISC, about the new 2010 specification and the about-to-be-published 14th edition manual for steel construction. For more information on AISC continuing education opportunities, please visit us on the web at AISC.org seminars. And remember, there's always a solution in steel.